Hey everybody, we're back. This is episode 99. On this episode, we break down the Placencia Cosecha 146. So as always, sit back, listen, and enjoy. there a better intro to have for episode 99 holy shit man i feel like we've made it i feel like you have to set the trend now because i feel like we've made i it. feel like now there has to be a song for 100 <laughs> there's so many songs there was oh, 99 shit, watch us fell. <laughs> watch got us too fell. excited there's fucking omen in here <laughs> we've got like 99 problems but the bitch ain't one 99 bottles of beer on the wall 99 red balloons oh yeah Ninety-nine did, did Brian Adams have a song called Summer of 99? 69. Damn it. We should have done that at 69. Yeah, we could have done that at 69. I feel like there's something we could do for probably every number. Episode 311, we could do Amber is the color of your energy. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Worst band ever. Uh, a buddy of mine, well, actually, you know, but I'm speaking to the audience. Yeah. Our friend John, who I play racquetball with. Yes, I play racquetball. Yes, I'm a young man. No, don't make fun of me. Hmm. I play racquetball <laughs> routinely now. Yeah. Um, and John and I, every time the score offsets either one versus the other, one person has 11, the other person has three, we both yeah. just go, whoa. Mm-hmm. But now it has me doing it all the time. There's a neighbor down the street from me that if I go out this complex and I take a left, her address is 311. Every time I see her mailbox, I go, whoa. Well, I did it one day mm-hmm. as she was literally trimming around her mailbox and like planting something and yeah. my windows were down. And I kind of slowed down. I was like, whoa, because it's right at a stop sign. And I was like, Amber is your color of your energy. And I was looking at her and she just looked at me in confusion. Know what <laughs> and I just on. drove totally on. over her head. Um, and her head is right next to her mailbox that says 311. I'm like, come on, bitch, put it together. <laughs> but she did. She did no such thing. But this is episode 99. We took off a week, which it hurt we were taught. It did. So I, I'll be honest in saying that it was fairly depressing which I didn't like, but it was much needed. It was much needed in the sense that it, it allowed me to accomplish a lot of the things I wanted to accomplish yeah. administratively for the things that we're doing for the upcoming site. So I've got a lot of things lined up that I didn't have lined up previously. And had I not had that time of producing and posting on social media and making sure everything was square with the podcast, I was able to dedicate that time to other things that I really needed to accomplish. So I felt good in that manner, but I felt really depressed in the fact that we didn't get the ability to reach out to our extended audience on a weekly basis like we usually do. So that was challenging for me. Guess who lie. didn't get what he wanted to get done through that week? Me. Huh. Which means I got to put in some extra work. You've got long nights ahead. Long nights ahead. But tonight's going to be one of those nights. 99 Red Balloons go by! <laughs> 
at first I was going to do 99 problems with the bitch ain't one, but I, but I thought this one was a much more upbeat. I thought it was a really good way to just segue directly into this. What is going to be an energetic podcast? Why? Because we're not recording it on Saturday morning. It's no, fr- it's Friday night. It's Friday and we're kind of drinking. Yeah. Someone already hit me up because I'd posted on Instagram. Hey, um, I was just cheers. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Cheers. Hey, bro. Cheers. Cheers. Um, so what was hilarious was, is I posted just a quick video of the setup on Instagram and you were like buried, your head buried in a computer and I always do my close up zoom on your face because you never know. And someone actually pointed out, they're like, are you drinking White Claws? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are drinking Uh, White Claws. Well, they're called uh, Bullen and the V. Oh, similar. Um, I think they're better than White Claws. And I also have a Smirnoff, if it doesn't get any gayer, I have a Smirnoff sparkling seltzer strawberry rosé. Oh. Which takes the level of gayness and estrogen in my body up a notch that's okay you get titties yeah i already have titties <laughs> <laughs> but you know these keep me slender Nine, <laughs> 90 calories of just fucking water and vodka it's i mean for for water it's in with alcohol and it, it's it's pretty delicious they're quite refreshing especially this time of year yeah i, I agree so a lot's happened since we've been gone since you've been gone could have done a kelly clarkson song that would have been cool too um there there's some things that have happened since we've been gone. i'm gonna name just there's a couple of news things you know what typically we do these weird random and i had a couple lined up but i didn't think it was appropriate because there are things that are happening in the cigar world that i think are worth mentioning do you think it was because we threw the world out of kilter the universe was off its rocker because we didn't do a podcast for one week butterfly effect man i'm telling you the wings of the butterfly can change the direction of the wind we have such a profound impact on this universe, Corey. I don't think you understand. I think we do too. And, and I think the fact that we disrupted it has caused turbulence everywhere. I, the last thing I heard, there was a tsunami or something somewhere. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, like, there's yeah. a fucking where I don't know where it was. Yeah. But there I was another school shooting. The other school shooting where the kid prayed I'd like for the kid's family, that hero, 18-year-old, sad story, fucking just ran directly at the shooters. Donald Trump's son got subpoenaed. Did you really? Yeah, back in court to for, say the exact same shit he just told them. For being a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Did I say that? Oh, shit. Um, but, yeah, there, there was, there's a lot that's happened in the cigar world. There's actually something that happened in Toledo. It was really cool, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to kind of post that. I'm going to put that on the back burner. We'll discuss that in a couple weeks because it's not like breaking news, but something that happened in Ohio that I thought was really cool. Uh, but for the things that have happened just in cigar-related news, one of the things that I'm probably most excited about is that during the time that we've had off, Crown Heads has announced the new Los Calaveras 2019 will be shipping in June, which is really awesome. Excuse me. The new Mule Kick is already out. That both some Sumatran tobacco, which I'm really excited about. But the new Los Calaveras, I think, is probably the big release that everybody is usually always hyped up about every single year so it releases in june it's just a couple weeks away from actually being in retailers and being for sale and this particular cigar is going to boast a ecuadorian habano oscura wrapper nicaraguan binder nicaraguan fillers and this one is an homage to the late and great uh ceo owner uh kano 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 combat character uh yeah he is i think right kano kano right yeah this guy was like old and not in shape. 
and he wasn't like, a, he wasn't part robot. I don't think so. Like a cyborg. I don't think so. But he was he was the guy that I know John has you know told us stories about who he was very close to and was a mentor of his when he was at CAO. So it was, I thought it was really cool that uh, that this cigar is an homage to him. I thought that was pretty sweet. So I'm really excited for the last Cal the new Las Calaveras release. I think is going to be pretty fucking awesome. It's going to be stellar, and I like the bold move and uh, just that Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. I think it's going to be. That's actually one of my favorite rapper types as of recent, actually. So hmm. there's there's a bunch of other things that are happening, too, in the world. Um, there's some good. There's some bad. Uh, Romacraft announced its uh, EMH Don Bosco release. So that was announced, I think, uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. That was something that Danny actually hit me up in just news-related stuff uh, earlier today. Um, but it was already out. So that's a pretty highly anticipated release. Those things are already going to be like pre-sold out. It's got that, uh, the blended Candela wrapper as well. So I, I mean, that's something I'm sure you would enjoy Uh uh, very much though. Um, and other related, not so happy jovial news. Just tell me, bro. Is, uh, Cornelius and Anthony have released two of probably their most notable employees being Courtney Smith, who's the director of business development and Todd, who is their, um, director of sales. So neither one of those folks are part of the organization anymore. Um, it's basically the Cornelius without the Anthony. It it seems like it, it feels that way. Uh, in addition to that, they are not going to be at IPCPR this year. So I thought I'm not going to speculate on anything because I think there's the rumor mill is going to be running amok. Um, we're just coming out and telling you the things that we know at this point. Um, but they won't be represented at IPCPR this year. And uh, apparently all is a means to um, preserve what they're trying to do in, in terms of a long-term vision. So I hope everything works out for Cornelius and, Cornelius and Anthony. I've been a major brand dick writer for a long time. Yeah, Love the brand, love the cigars. Um, so, you know, I, I hope, well, obviously I hope Todd and Courtney land on their feet, which I'm sure they will. And that's awesome. I think both of them uh, carry good reputations in the industry. Um, so it feels like a death in the family. It, it's just kind of strange. It's a little weird. So it's, it's not, it's not, you know what, what's their names again? Fun Jovio news. Courtney Todd and Courtney. And Todd and Courtney. I feel like we need to do a eulogy. We could do a Courtney, Cornelius and Anthony. I just want to uh, say a few things. Um, I didn't know Courtney very well, uh, but she was a sweet girl. She did a lot for us. Very giving, very loving. She is uh, my reason for smoking Cornelius and Anthony uh, in a lot of ways. Um, Todd, I don't know you, but you equally seemed as cool um, on the on the periphery just because I just kind of follow you a little bit on Instagram. Um <laughs> But you seemed cool. We haven't officially talked, um, but I wanted to say something nice. Yeah, this is extremely heartfelt. Rest in pieces. <laughs> um, it, it sucks. It it sucks. But again, I I hope that they land on their feet, and I, and I hope the direction Cornelius and Anthony is actually going in is one that is truly going to preserve the brand long term. I would hate to see anything fizzle out again. Not trying to create too much spe- speculation or rumors. I have my own assumptions about why things like that occur, just because I've been in business for a long time. Yeah. So I see some of those things, but we'll kind of just see how it all plays out, right? Reputable brand. Hopefully they continue that reputation and it's it flourishes beyond anyone's expectations going forward. Whew. Yeah, because I really don't want to lose that Daddy Mac. 
Yeah, it's a great cigar. I don't remember any of them. Yeah. And, oh, fuck my girl. There's so many. The uh, mistress. Yeah. Well, that one. <laughs> we could bury that one. <laughs> Be all right. I don't think the brand's going to lose a whole hell of a lot burying something that will burn your face off. Um, but anyway, um, so this week, mm-hmm. I was sick earlier than the week, earlier in the week. Which is actually was good timing for the cancellation of the show. It actually was really great timing. Um, and I wasn't joking when I did this. Uh, through the couple days that I was completely miserable, not only with sickness, but from depression of not being able to smoke cigars. I do think it is a horrible addiction. I'll be honest with you. You know what? Anybody who says that cigars aren't addictive, you're fucking full of shit. Because I love them to an degree, and they I spiral into a really horrific depression when I can't smoke. I went three days without one last week. That's insane. I, I can't do that. Even when I'm sick, I can't do that. Now, that being said... It was raining. A couple things that I think about when I smoke cigars is... Or when I'm sick and I want to smoke is, how do I rid my body of, of the sick of the toxins? There's a few things you can do. And a lot of people say, well, you need to rest. And usually I say, go fuck yourself. I usually don't rest. As a matter of fact, when I'm sick, I usually try to do more stuff. I work out, go to the gym. Like on Monday was when I was at my worst. Yeah. Monday, I woke up. I mowed the grass. Okay. Now... Did I get too tired and too exhausted to yeah. mow one section of yeah. my yard? Of yeah. course I did. Yeah, of course. I had to wait till the next day to mow the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> but did I take a nap, regain my energy, and go to the gym? Of course I did. Yeah. Did I then come back, eat a little food, take another nap, and then go play hockey? Of course I did. Was I on fire on hockey? Yes, of course I was. You played great. I played great hockey under horrible conditions. Now, that being said... I smoked the next day. Mm-hmm. What did I smoke? I smoked Aromacraft. Do you know why? Oh, boy. Because there's any cigar that's going to rid your body of toxins 100%. It's going to be Aromacraft. Now, the next day, still yeah. felt a little ill, but felt better. I woke up, and I was like, holy shit, I've got energy. I feel good. Yeah. went to the gym. Am I still kind of stuffy and congested? Smoked another Aromacraft. Guess what? Sinuses, everything started to decongest. What did I smoke yesterday? Fucking Aromacraft. And it's rid my body of oh, all the sickness. I feel great now. God. Did I take medicines? No, of course not. Oh my because God. I don't believe in big pharma. There is... I think you're onto something. I think that um, cigars is like Alka-Seltzer. It's like nature's cure. It's Alka-Seltzer for the, for the body. It's witchcraft is what it is. I will say this. There's two things that really de-stress me. Sex and cigars just sex but you just can't get off it's just a de-stressor i would say could you just masturbate yeah but it's not fun i say that that de-stresses me like i cry masturbation to me has become very clinical yeah right yes (laughs) right there's nothing it's like you know how how old ladies have pill bottles and it just labels each day of the week that's masturbation for me it's like gotta take my pills today right yeah and to be honest, I knew it was no longer like fun when I started wearing gloves. <laughs> or you try to change it up by switching hands. <laughs> yeah. Just something different. Yeah. Just anything different than what I've been accustomed to. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, I mean, the good thing is, is days later, I feel great. I don't yeah. feel sick. I'm a little congested still. Yeah. But everything's clear. The mucus is clear. It's running clear. The faucet's still on, 
but it's not rusty Slow water. Slow Yeah. So I, I, feel, I feel much better. I feel energized. Uh, was able to accomplish a lot this week. Work has been hectic because yeah. we're now on the start of our new fiscal year. And I don't want to get in the weeds on that, but it's really stressful. And I'm burning it at both ends. And I don't want to burn it at both ends anymore. So I quit my job today. <laughs> Sending my resignation. Wouldn't that be crazy if it was, if, it, if, wait, so your fiscal year starts in May? Yeah, it's weird. It's so strange. That is very strange. Our fiscal 2020. So we're technically ahead of everybody by months. We're, we're operating on like the mind. I feel like that's a mind fuck. <laughs> it's, it's, it's strange when all of the reporting that's done in our organization is on a calendar year. But the only thing we care about is profitability is on our fiscal. So, like, I have to tell my team so often. It's the end of the year. <laughs> this is what it's, I do. I do. It's like, hey, this is the end of the fiscal. But really, we're all these things that are accounted for in your commissions and in your W-2s and all that, that's all yeah. calendar related. But yeah. we don't care about calendar related. We care about fiscal because that's how we calculate it, our year's profitability. It's so stupid. I don't know why companies do that. We do it for some stupid reason. It's whatever. I've got accustomed to it. I'm actually used to it now, but just re from a reporting perspective, I have to report on like two different things at all times. It's really yeah. stupid. And none of them line up. But anyway, enough with that. I got to talk to Air Force people. That was fun. Air Force people are cool. They're like the... um. They're like one step above the National Guard, right? Yeah. Like part-time military, basically. Isn't that what they say about the Air Force? Probably, and only like 2% of them actually fly I planes. I guarantee I'm offending a lot of people right now. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming from someone who is never in the military. But get off my back. I had asthma. They wouldn't let me in. It's not because I didn't want to go. I was flat-footed. There you go. I still am. I don't think that's a thing anymore. I think they actually make boots that fit people who are that have no arches in their feet. I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> but they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> like because of a stupid medical condition that just requires a puff of an inhaler. They're like, <laughs> You're out. You're a liability. Oh, We're dude. not dragging your ass, Alan, through the fucking desert because you're having a panic attack. <laughs> <I can't breathe>. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently I was a serious liability. I talked to a dude. This is so funny. Some like fucking sergeant called me like right when i turned 18 and i remember it was that night i remember they called mom's phone this is when cell phones were not as common and everybody no. still had a home phone yeah so i talked to this guy and at the time because like every 18 year old is impressionable right and it's like you want to do good for your country right so i was like not interested at the time but i was like i'll listen well, i hear what you have to say <laughs> you got my i i wanted to say and if i was as quippy as i am now i'd have been like all right convince me <laughs> but i i didn't i was just like okay well, what do you got yeah um and the guy kind of spouted out this is what you could do and there was all the benefits there was the college benefits it's not just about being on the front line son it's about being in a work desk and filling out paperwork <laughs> yeah, which is exactly what he was doing <laughs> and his call you want a cushy <laughs> office job boy <laughs> and his intense call campaign <laughs> to get people to enlist you uh, want to be an army telemarketer, boy? <laughs> <laughs> this is a prestigious guy. He's he's talking. He, so I can imagine the guy just talks it up. But after every single phone call, he's just trying to justify his existence in the military. He's just taking shots of whiskey <laughs> between calls. Oh, I can totally see it. It sounds like a miserable job. I fucking hate this goddamn job. I'm missing six toes. I <laughs> got him blew off on a landmine playing tic-tac-toe in the middle of the desert. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so I talked to this guy for a considerable amount of time. Yeah. I bet it was like two hours. And he's, he's, I'm asking, I'm asking questions because I'm inquisitive. He's answering the questions and thus asking me questions. 
Now, why he didn't start with the medical questions, I have no idea. Would have ended the conversation very quickly. Yeah, totally. But after like considerable amount of time in, he was like, "Do you have any pre-existing medical conditions?" And I was like, "Yeah, I diagnosed asthmatic." He's like, "Mr. Allen, it was great talking to you." He <laughs> just fucking hung up the phone. I was like, "Well, that's it, I guess." There goes my military career. You think after everything that modern science has cured that asthma wouldn't be a problem anymore you think it's still a fucking problem i mean i don't have i've i haven't had an asthma attack i can't tell you how long but it is still an ongoing issue that no one's fixed mr allen do you got any pre-existing uh, conditions on anywhere well i'm clinically blind <laughs> <laughs> hand me a rifle sir i'm ready <laughs> i'm ready just tell me where they are and i'll shoot that direction listen if you just bark in the direction of which i need to shoot I can make it. They're at your 10 o'clock, boy. But what's my direction, sir? <laughs> Where am I standing? <laughs> you just shoot him. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you hear all that go by, boy? Aim over there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh uh, my god that'd be so how good how has this not been a skit that was either on the Chappelle show uh, it's too good for Saturday Night Live but name <laughs> yeah. another sketch show like that should be on the sketch show oh man like something happens to our regular military and they have to recruit like a bunch of <laughs> like that basically you have to loosen the rules right. and regulations for people to get in the military. <laughs> so then you got a bunch of flat footed asthmatic <laughs> blind people running around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I would don't be wanna, incredible. I'm not t- intentionally making fun of them, but could you imagine uh, a by what is it when you're missing your legs? Is it? Plegic, um, paraplegic, paraplegic. Then there's quadriplegic, which you're okay. missing all I was thinking, limbs. Okay, so could you imagine a paraplegic military garb, fucking just booking it through the dirt on a skateboard with a fucking rifle? <laughs> be awesome, dude. Dude, no one would hit him. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Can you be deaf and go to the military? Because there's a guy that I, and actually a guy that works for me, had a mortar round go off next to his head. Oh, it didn't blow up next to his yeah. head. It went off next to his head, and um, he has to. He has um, like really, really, really awesome. Uh, what do they call them? Hearing aids. Hearing aids. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we are off it, bro. I was literally like deaf people. We were off of it. I was gonna say deaf people satellites, but <laughs> I didn't know what to call them. Deaf people satellites. <laughs> it's like, what do you call those things with the antennas on them? Um, you know them fake ears you can get. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called again? Hearing aids. Hearing aids. So he has a set of these dope fucking hearing aids. Apparently he can fucking hear miles away, but he hardly ever wears them anyway. Um, so my question is like, can you be deaf in the military? Can you have hearing aids in the military? Because you can wear glasses in the military, meaning that you could have some sort of <laughs> seeing impairment. You know what they do at concerts where there's the sign language, like the interpreter? Mm-hmm. That is literally signing on the side of the stage. How one of those Could you imagine like a dude in the middle of gunfire <laughs> in the middle of the field just signing Sorry. while gunfire's flying past him? Fire twelve o'clock. And he's just like fuck in sign language. <laughs> run! What sign language for run? run. <laughs> That's incredible. They should do that. Listen, the military needs to be more inclusive of people. Yeah, I think so too. You know. You know what? You let the gays in. You got to let the deaf in. But you know what you could do? And this is real tech for you. 
fucking AR, AR, AR glasses, augmented reality. So, um, uh, military, like military people wear their shades and it literally is prompting messages. Yeah, that would be cool. That way a deaf person could use, utilize that. That would actually, that's not a, that's not a terrible idea. You can idea. be silent and still. Meaning that you could take commands from a commanding officer and it just goes to text to where right. you could read it within your right. goggles. Right. Kind of like Terminator and then you, eyes. And then they sign anyway when they're, when they're like that's being true, quiet. true, because you have to be quiet. So fucking deaf person would be great at that shit. I feel like a deaf person would be amazing in the military. Oh, yeah. But we should have more deaf people in the military. Except when he like kicks a rock and doesn't even realize it, <laughs> he's making a shit ton of noise. Or that that horrific noise a lot of people de- like a lot of deaf people make when they try to talk. Or it's like, oh, oh God. you're like, no, stop. <laughs> you, <laughs> you sound like a hemorrhoid popping. Oh, no. <laughs> stop doing that. Is that insensitive to disabled people? Yes, and I'm sorry. And I encourage you all to make fun of me too. Agreed. We can take it as much I as we give it. it. This segment right here is going to cause me issues like that that professor from Minnesota caused me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. I said something about a midget. I forget what I said. Oh, yeah. It was like he, he didn't like your terminology or something. He was very offended and make sure that. And he was like, I'm a professor at University of Minnesota. I was like, I give the fuck who you are. I was like, do you want? I come to Minnesota often. Do you want me to come smack you around? Because yeah. I'm more than happy to do that. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah, he was a he he claimed to be a professor from Minnesota and then was very offended by something I said. It was actually in one, our interview with uh, Mo. Oh yeah. I I I posted oh, a clip the, was and it he the got Would you rather's? Yeah, it was. That's what it was. I made a joke within one of the Would you rather's. Oh no, I said uh it was it was something to do with like a like a somebody with down syndrome. I it was oh. a down syndrome joke, which all right, lay off people. Okay. Um, and he was, he was very, very, very upset and very offended. And it was just a joke. And apparently we were not allowed to make jokes in this society anymore. So, um, I still like to make jokes. So I definitely fucking battled with this guy. And you know what? Here's the thing. I'm kind of a petty person. So when someone comes at me, I come back. Yeah. I don't just leave it because there's people are just like, just leave it alone. It's fine. You don't have to respond to comments. People are people and some people are just going to get under your skin and some people are just going to be haters and some people are going to be trolls. I'm like, I can't let stuff go. It's just not, it's not in me. So I've got to lash back. But the cool thing is, is I've got this really tight clan of cronies behind me <laughs> that will equally yeah. attack with ferocity <laughs> which is exactly what happened. I think somebody told the guy just like, go fuck yourself. Oh, I do remember that. And yeah. I ended up blocking him because what I do is I get the last word in and then I block the person. <laughs> You're one so they of those. I, I fucking do it You're to so many people. Those. I love it. Those fucking trolls. I get the last word. I'm like, boom. Because they want to continue and I just want to go, I just want the last word and I'm going to make you feel like shit and I'm going to completely dismantle your argument and I'm going to make you feel like a, like a piece of poo poo and then I'm going to block you. It's going to make you feel even worse. Because they're going to be like, well, why the fuck you block me? And they're going to be frustrated in the fact that they can't say anything back. And that's what the U.S. is all about. That's why I always make it a point that if I do some, say something that is to make fun of someone else, that I, I immediately or before will make fun of myself. Because I honestly love making fun of myself. You do a good job of it naturally. Yeah. yeah. And I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. Like, I'm part man, part sheep. And the part that's a sheep is a right around my pelvis area. 
<laughs> so if you want to get to that shit, you got to do some shearing. Yeah, some Ed, some Ed Sheeran. <laughs> anyway, holy shit. Oh, this is a giant cuckoo's nest we're in right now. <laughs> Dude, um, where are we? <laughs> we do have a review today. Oh, okay. So we're not without a review on episode 99. Will we have, an ep- will we have a review episode 100? No. No. I don't think we will. I don't think we're going to have a review episode 100. Nope. Wink, wink. <laughs> But we do have some goodies coming up. And we're going to get into this review in just a second. Before we do so, Chris and I are going to take a little bit of a break. Because I got a (laughs) (laughs) doo-doo. So we'll be back with you guys in just a few minutes. Okay, everybody. We are back. We have a review today. I'm really excited about this one because this is the first time we reviewed one of these brands, mm-hmm. a cigar of this brand. Yes. What is it, Chris? What are we reviewing? Do uh, you remember? Do you remember what we talked about earlier? Oh, sound it out. Uh, the 146 Cosecha. Cosecha? Cosecha by Placencia. By Placenta. Yeah, I thought about this. So I did look up the meaning, and for sure, it is Latin for placenta. It's interesting. Yeah. You know what I think it is, is because tobacco through the crop embodies a lot of nutrients, but mm. also so does the placenta from a woman's body post-birth. Because yeah. a lot of times people take the placenta and they actually eat it. I've heard it's good if you fry it up with butter. Ugh. It's almost like liver or cow tongue. I watched them pull it out of my ex. <clears throat> Yuck. Yeah, it was wild. You didn't eat it? No, it just looked like a really big thick balloon. Do you think that it's something that if you threw it on the wallet, it would stick? Uh, or no. is it more like a, just like a, a, like a gross garbage bag that's been sitting in a puddle? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it, it has like a water balloon look to it. Mm, interesting. Like kind of wobbly. I feel like it's a really big balloon. Like oh, you probably make those noises. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you can't even like hold it. Just like constantly wants to fall over you. And like, it's all like big old massive grossness. Yeah. That's horribly disgusting. Um, I don't think I ever want to eat one now. I thought about it before, but now I think I'm, I'm revoking any statement I've ever made about it. I did the foreskin cutting though. Oh, yum. That was cool. That's great. How wonderful. She's like, cut it here. Don't cut it down too far. Cut it right here. I would never do that. Foreskin or umbilical cord? Foreskin. Gross. Why would you or do that? Or did I? No, they do that. They, <laughs> you don't cut the foreskin. That's a precision. Dude, that's your kid's wait, dick. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe it was the umbilical, yeah, umbilical cord. cord. Foreskin? <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Why are you doing a foreskin procedure? <laughs> don't worry about this, Doc. I you don't have it. to just cut... A fucking umbilical cord you just cut in the middle. Hey, doc, Foreskin t- is a fucking detailed procedure. Doc, doc I'll take over from here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mess. That's why Kale's dick looks like it went through a fucking pencil sharpener. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I might have fucked up that side there, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, it, is it too late to sew this back on? <laughs> it's almost like, honestly... It's really like when you straight cut too far. Right. Right. And it unravels. Lesson learned, everybody. It unravels That's what happens. 
Be warned, newbies who want to straight cut a fucking inch down in the cigar, don't do it. You just need a little snip-snip. You don't need an aggressive snip-snip. Otherwise, you'll unravel the shaft. That's exactly what happens. All right. So we are reviewing the Placencia Cosecha 146. But before we begin the review, Chris, how do we break these down? Oh, my God. It's good to be back again. I miss saying this. In fact, I did it in the front of the mirror last Saturday morning. Just to keep the routine? Yeah, and I just looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> each cigar review is based on our six-point rating scale, Corey, and broken down into three main categories, construction, burn, and taste. We then see if the cigar is worth the price for possible bonus or penalty points. And then finally, we average out our individual scores, giving you guys our total cigar rating out of six. And I did that 124 times. Jesus, that's crazy. I just kept wanting to say it. When you're missing out on something great, yeah, it's hard to, to detach yourself from it. It is. So I even wore a suit while I did it. That's really cool. Like, like a, you were like a fucking news like anchor. you were the co-host of a, a oh, late yeah. show. Yeah, totally. That's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. I'd love to see that uh, <laughs> another day. <laughs> another um, day. So what's this comprised of? I believe the wrapper is a Honduran, bro. Nice. I like okay. Hondurans. Binder, Nicaraguan. Hmm. Mm, flavorful. Fillers, Honduran, Nicaraguan. Ooh, what a good combo. Nice. And we had it in the Parejo 6x58, which is correct, right? We definitely didn't have it in a 6x58. We definitely had it in a 5x50, which is a traditional Robusto. Yeah, Parejo. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) How in the fuck did you get that Vitola and you didn't remember exactly what you smoked? <laughs> I know what you smoked because I provided you the cigar. You sure it wasn't the Pareo? Yeah, it's a 5x50 traditional Robusto size, and they come out to you at about $13.50 per cigar. That commands a pretty hefty price. Better be a great fucking cigar for the money. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And you know what? The more I think about it, that is a pretty girthy cigar. Yeah. The well, Pareho. Now, here's the thing. So, the Almafuerta yeah. is perhaps and i don't i don't want to come out and say it's my favorite placentia cigar but i do have some in my humidor yeah typically they go for around 20 to 23 dollars in retail mm-hmm. very expensive the cigars the alma mater um and those are six by 58s now here's the thing is it good actually I think fucking phenomenal really can't i'll give you one later but you got to pay me for it because they're expensive okay. do you go dude they are is it that big they're dick they're definitely dick size yeah. for sure they are phenomenal hmm. i kid you not it's one of my favorite cigars to smoke they are so goddamn good i don't know what they do but it's magic anyway so but how does this one how does the cosecha 146 stack up because this did make cigar aficionados top 25 and 2018 but really we don't care about that because back in 2007 the cao vision made their top 25 and actually was number nine so if that tells oh, really? you exactly how much credence you can put in a cigar aficionado it tells the tale. That's all I'm going to say. Now, what did you think about the construction of the cigar overall? Well, in my Parejo, uh, <laughs> it was a Robusto, definitely. Why did I put Parejo in there? I have no idea. And it even looked weird. It was like 6 by 58 That doesn't seem right. <laughs> definitely not correct. <laughs> um, dude, construction is fucking amazing, honestly. Like, very, very fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to give it up to him. I do kind of like the label. Dude, the label's dope, isn't it? Yeah. There's something about the traditional black, whites, grays, the shades of 
the shades that are used minus the color that I think is just a classic look on a cigar. Yeah, and it's kind of like, like silvery. It has kind of, it's like silver and white, which kind of gives me that like 20s vibe. And right. I'm like, ooh, I like that. It's like silver and white. By the way, before we actually, so thank you for your comments. But I do want to mention that the reason the 146 was made is because this is in an anniversary from the 146th year of crop that they've made. I think it's year. Uh, let me just confirm that real quick. But I do agree with you on judges. The it's actually pretty fucking awesome. 146 years since their inaugural harvest, and this is the reason that the cosecha 146 was actually developed. So it was for long-standing term of crop that was produced way, way, way back when, and this is kind of an homage to that, which I think is really cool. Yeah, it's just a really pretty cigar. It's kind of like a habano, but I just. It is just a pretty cigar. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, kudos, points. If 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 there was points for labels, I'd give you some. We should do points for labels. I know that it's just an aesthetic has nothing and to do with the taste of cigar. And it's subjective as fuck, but yeah. so is flavor. So but God, they're so fucking good. Um, I agree. I thought the construction is fabulous. There's actually not a Placencia cigar that I've had where I've looked at it and gone, that doesn't look up to par. They're just built so fucking well. I don't know how they do it. Obviously, they have 146 some odd years, actually more than that, over 150 years under their belt in terms of growing tobacco, yeah. rolling tobacco, putting everything together. So maybe, obviously, the experience probably lends itself to to being you know super high quality they construction. To, they learned how to roll them from the Native Americans. I get it. Na- Native American Indians. I totally get it. So I understand why the cigar looks as good as it does. But yeah, construction was pretty much near flawless on this one. It what, really was. What about the burn? All right. Burn. Consistency. What is consistency? I'm going to say it because I already forget it. But it's basically if it runs, it canoes, it pits, whatever the case may be. Now, it's in a Robusto, so I have high hopes that we're going to get a pretty good even burn. And did I get a good even burn? I did get a pretty good even burn, bro. Perfect little burn there. Draw. Honestly, this this little baby packed some smoke. It's mm-hmm. like... And there's a, and it was a lot of smoke. I like that. I like that in a girl. She's wearing a nice white dress, a little bit of silver sequins. Yeah, got that nice dark tan skin. Smoking. Yeah, definitely smoking, smoking hot. And so hold test. Well, five minutes, bro. Count down. Five minutes up. Beep 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 beep. Put it in my mouth. Wonderful. Perfect. Wonderful. That's great. Had a really good burn experience with this cigar. I did too. I didn't really have any challenges at all. Hold test worked out just fine. Consistency was as expected. Draw was better than expected. It was better. Yes. Full plumes of smoke. Again, I don't know how they fucking do it, but it's, it's, it's honestly odd to me how well they maintain consistency. And now we're only reviewing this one cigar, but I've smoked many other cigars. And for whatever reason, across the entire line, they maintain such a high level of consistency across the board. It's actually kind of strange to me because there's other cigars that I've had over and over again. I use the example of like the number nine. The number Mm -hmm. nine is like a crapshoot. It's like sometimes you get a really good burn. You get a really good draw. You get really good plumes of smoke. You get the great flavors. And sometimes you don't. Yeah. It's great when it's great. And then sometimes you're like, ugh. Yeah. I don't like these relight attempts and I don't like the tight draw and so on and so forth. Like, their cigars aren't like that. There's just a high level of consistency that's maintained across the board, which I really appreciate. Obviously, 
the reason why it's got such a good burn score is a result of you can tell the production of these cigars is pretty much flawless. Yeah. Yeah. So that leads us to the final category and perhaps the most important to everybody. What did you think in terms of the flavor? All right. To me, when I look at this girl, she's kind of like the, um, you know, the, the governor's daughter that goes to church every Sunday. Sweet-ass girl. Sweet-ass girl, keyword. And then when you get to know her, it's kind of like Footloose, right? Yeah, sure, she's the preacher's daughter. <laughs> kind of like for the fucking whore from Footloose. I love that girl. God, I had such an obsession with you think her the she's first such time a I saw sweet, her. She's a sweet girl when you first meet her. She's got mosquito bite titties, though, man. I know. She's got hungry tits. She needs to get those inflated. But... <laughs> I really liked her in that movie. Yeah. I had an infatuation with so her. So she's kind of like the preacher's daughter, real sweet, kind of like. But she's got a sinfulness got a to her. Southern draw to her voice. I hate that my preacher father's And she me looks back gorgeous wearing a white dress. Mm hmm. Just gorgeous girl. And then you got food. And then, you're, and then the father gives, Yeah, you could take my daughter out. You could take her on a date. I'm like, Thanks, sir. I'll have her back by 10. Now, 10 o'clock rolls around. Pop quiz, hot shot. Yeah. What was Kevin Bacon's character's name in the movie? Oh. Um. Danny. <laughs> no. Ran. How did you not know oh, that? Ran, that's why, yeah, yeah. But I in, think so. But ten o'clock rolls around and I'm like, what a sweet girl. This this whole time I've been with her, she's been sweet. Just a sweet girl, keyword. And then Right when ten o'clock rolls around, I'm like, "You ready? You, you ready for me to take you home?" Like your father said, you know, you know, be respectful. I, I, I promise him I'd take you home at ten. She's like, "No, I want to stay out later." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So we hang out a little bit so later. So you're Ren McCormick, yeah, and she's the preacher's daughter. Yeah, and then very quickly, like a fucking light switch, <laughs> I peel off her white dress, aka level. I peel it off. Sassy, so sassy. Very quickly, she got she she got a little bit of bite to her, a little bit of bitterness. I'm like, oof, you're kinky, girl. Where was this kinkiness? Where was this bitterness, girl? You know, like for the first three quarters of this date. And she's like, I just want to fool around now. I'm like, oh, I'll fucking fool around. So I peeled back her other label, and man, we fucking went until the sun came up, bro. Nice. Needless to say, her father was pissed off. Yep, of course he was. Because there wasn't He's cell phones back then. So I had to drive her back in my truck. You know? But uh fucking loved her after that, bro. Nice. So you're saying it did pretty good. Oh, I fucking loved her flavor. Nice. <laughs> that sounds so that sounds very <laughs> sexual. It does. I liked going down on her. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> It's always a real treat when you like going down on them. I like it in my mouth. Uh, that's fantastic. I thought the flavor was really good. I have a love for Honduran tobacco. So when I found out that the, the uh, rapper was Honduran, is yep. it the rapper it's Honduran, right? Yes, it's a Habano, Honduran Habano. So the rapper is a Honduran rapper, mm -hmm. and that a component of the fillers were Honduran. I was really excited. Yeah. 
Honduran to me always brings out this tangy yet interlaced sweet it flavor. It really was. And I also like the Nicaraguan tobacco that they use. I think the two complement one another so well. And I think that's what makes the blend of the cigar as good as it really is. Yeah. Um, it, there's one thing that I guess I, if I was going to make a criticism, I almost wanted more of it. Like the cigar is very aromatic. It's, 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 yeah, I kind of wanted more of the sassiness. She's kind of a medium body there's, cigar. There's a little bit of tameness to the cigar yeah. where it's like, I really wish it would open up even more because it's like the great things that you get yeah. in terms of flavors of the cigar. I wish they just opened them up just a, just a little bit more. Yeah. There's some cigars that do that, that are, they stand out. Those are the ones to me that are above and beyond in terms of flavor. This cigar is like on the cusp of doing that. It's really fucking good. I just want more of it. It was. It was like, seriously, for the first three-fourths of it, it was like sweet and tangy. Yeah, it's crazy. I, and I love the flavors of the cigar. Actually, anything they make has just been phenomenal. Yeah. Again, I don't know how they do it, but I love that they do what they do. It it's just, just amazing. And right at the end, she just changed up a little bit, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> then I had to take her home. Yeah. But we're definitely going to go on a second date. And I say, you definitely got to go on a second date with this cigar. That was actually the third time i think i smoked that cigar the first time i smoked it and actually the one that i reviewed weirdly enough was when i was in chicago almost three months ago damn bro you should have told me you were already seeing her i wouldn't have gone after her yeah i don't care i'll like i don't mind sharing. you want to share yeah okay. we have the same dna close enough <laughs> <laughs> until she gets pregnant so when there's a, like whose baby is so it? when there are crimes when there's a crime scene they won't be able to figure it out <laughs> we know it was one of you two we're just not really we're sure which one on, we're gonna end up on jerry spring you're like <laughs> <laughs> Who's the father? And then we just fight each other <laughs> on stage. You got no shit. <laughs> I thought the cigar was fantastic overall in terms of quality, in terms of burn, all that. It just hits the mark everywhere. It's yeah. not my favorite cigar ever. I'm going to come out there and say it. There's actually other cigars in their lineup that I like more, but I really like the cigar. And it, I liked it so much, I was like, going to buy a five pack of it. Yeah. Now, if I commit to even a five pack, that's a big deal because usually I don't commit to anything. Definitely hardly, rarely commit to boxes. Yeah. But I thought a five-pack was appropriate because it is a cigar that I look forward to and enjoy smoking on a semi-regular basis. Yeah. So what did you give it as a score overall? And was there a price bonus or delta that you That's applied to That's such it? a difficult thing to determine, honestly, because, yeah, she's a preacher's daughter, goody-goody two-shoes by day, deviant sex addict at night dirty little whore but i will admit this date was kind of pricey for me you know yeah a bit pricey yeah she commands she, she's a diva she is she commands a bit of a price she didn't want the typical mcdonald's or you know like burger king she wanted yeah, i take all my dates to those places you know what i'm saying i love how you made that typical because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're a cheap fuck but she wanted like carvers and like the high-end shit right 22 dollars steaks <laughs> Still not that bad for a first date, but continue. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't eat because that was a total bill because I didn't eat. I didn't want to incur any more costs. Okay. So she's sense. like, you're not going to eat? And I'm like, no, I'm not hungry. Uh, <laughs> I'll take a Brussels sprout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I debated the price. I really did because it is a Robusto. It was a good two-hour smoke for me because I, right. I babied it. I babied it. I right. wanted every minute with her as I possibly could. Right. Didn't want to rush it either because I like the foreplay. You know, so um, I debated, I, you know, I went home, thought about it. Do I want to go on a date with her again? And honestly, 
even though she was around twelve fifty, thirteen fifty, I'd be I'd spend it again. And so I really honestly think it's a a, a fair enough price. It's teetering though. I let me preface that. It's right. teetering. Yeah. It's teetering to be like, no. I would say considering some of the other things that are out there, I, I, I do agree with you that it's probably teetering. Yeah. But that said, I didn't give it a bonus or a penalty, but I came in at a 5.6, which is a 93.3%. Damn. So total score of 5.6. No pricing bonus, no pricing delta. Let's see what old Mr. Corey came in at. I came in at a 5.52, which is right at a 92%. Those two scores combined give us an average of 5.56, which is right at about a 92.7%. Yeah. The which th- will round down to a 92.5. The thing was, she was smoking hot. Keyword, great burn, great construction. Right. And Fuck, she tasted good. Now, what if I told you yeah. that if it was possible to get this cigar around $7, $8 a stick, where would you say? Oh, big bonus. Cool. Yeah. Which you probably did. Because I firm nor, nor deny. deny. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, if, you know, some girls are okay with the cheap. I think if you can find a deal on this cigar, oh yeah, I think if it. you can get it sub ten dollars, yeah, just pick it up because here's the thing: no matter how many times you smoke it, you won't be disappointed. And I think it's really truly a cigar you're not going to get sick of. I think the flavor is so dynamic. I think there's so much that you get from that Nicaraguan Honduran combination, both in the fillers and in the wrapper, that you're not going to get sick of it. It's not like eating chicken over Dude, and over and over again. And let me preface this. Again, well, I'm not saying again. I'm seeing, I'm prefacing using the word preface again. Right. If that makes sense. That's like preface inception. <laughs> right. Perception. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I'll say this is a medium bodied cigar. This is not a harsh cigar. No, and not, not at to all. mention, it is a sweeter Nicaraguan and Honduran flavored cigar. Yeah. This is truly a cigar if you are a beginning smoker and want to get some what I would consider a celebratory smoke because yeah, this is your first something more high end. Yeah, this would be a good cigar to have. I agree. Um, I, I completely agree. And I think even in terms of the complexity of the flavor, even aficionados, any people who are, um, if you're smoking cigars on a regular basis, you're smoking to the tune, you're smoking at least a minimum of a cigar a day, you're still going to enjoy this because your palate is going to be developed enough to understand exactly what you get from a flavor perspective. I think it is going to be enjoyable by anybody, yeah. but I think it's going to be profoundly different and something that you can really latch onto, even if you're somebody who's tried a wide variety of cigars across the entire spectrum. Yeah. I mean, it's just... And you know what? This isn't uh, the atypical, like, this is right up my alley flavor. Yeah. I mean, it is for me, but yeah, not for you. Not really. for me. And I still fucking loved it. Yeah. That's what's so great. Because when you, when, when you gave them to me and I was reviewing it, I purposely, purposely, uh, I caught myself. <laughs> <laughs> I caught myself. Purposefully. Just cut it out. Purposely. Cut it out. I don't really cut it. I usually don't cut things out. Um, Every once in a while, I will. But I was immediately just dumbfounded by the flavor, like right yeah. off the bat. I was like, wow, this is not harsh at all. Yeah, it's really not. It's actually, not only is it not harsh, it's so, it's so well balanced 
that even smoking it in a five by 50 almost isn't enough. I know. It's almost like you want a little bit more, which is why when you asked the question earlier, and I'll give you one of the, uh, one of my big honking dogs. Yeah. It is a cigar, even in the obnoxiously large Vitola it comes in, is absolutely fucking phenomenal. And I think really they make this cigar in larger Vitolas, it's going to be equally as good. And sometimes the bigger girls taste just as good. Yeah, sometimes the big girls needed. You wouldn't think it. You think they'd be a little bit dirtier. But no. I guess with this type of one. Now, granted, her dress is a lot bigger. It's going to be a little bit more effort to pull it off. Yep. But... 16 plus girl but this girl she still thinks she takes care of herself yeah for sure completely agree i thought it was a great cigar and it was actually i'm really i'm really glad that this is one that we got a chance to finally review because i've been smoking more and more of their stuff and we haven't really given them a whole lot of time and attention yeah so i'm glad that now we've finally got on that train and smoked it and i'm looking forward to the next one yeah and you know what so we didn't do any listener questions this week, but I no. will say this. I got a question for you, bro. We'll have plenty of questions I think that we can put out for next week. I know. But I do have questions for you. Okay. How much did you miss me? I missed you. Oh, that's adorable. I did, because this is, this is time that I cherish. I do, too. Every week we get to do this is time that I cherish. This is, I do too. This is one of the rare moments in my week that I really truthfully enjoy and that I think has not only an impact on my life, but has an impact on other people's lives and has an impact on our future. So Aww. I dedicate my time and attention to it accordingly. We should get matching rings. Okay. Or tattoos. You know, it'd be really cool yeah. is that people continue to ask me and I can continue to get messages about merch. I know. It continues to pop up. All right, everybody, we're at 8,800 followers, like literally at this moment in time. Yeah. Which means we only need 1,200 more before we start producing merch. Yeah. That was the agreement that we made. Yes. And I am bound to that agreement. Same. And I am 100% truthful to the agreement. So once we get there, whatever means possible. Yeah. If we need to... If we need to instruct our faction group, we need to instruct our listeners to help bring the populace to the hot ticket. That's how we're going to create merch. Now, it happens organically, people. Yeah. But we could also use some help, too. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yeah. Tag us in posts. And I'm going to be real with you. Once you people see the new logos and shit, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So a bunch of cool shit. Um, but with that, we've got some work to do. We do. We've got a night ahead of us. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting night. It's going to be fun. We've got a lot of work that we got to do. Yeah. We've got a, white, a lot of White Claws to drink. <laughs> what, Wait. Bon, bon Vives. Bon, what are they called? Bon Vive. Bon Vive. It just looks like Bon Viv. It really does. But I think it's Bon Vive. Um, we got tons of these little seltzer waters to drink. Um, so with that, this is going to conclude our episode. And this just... is going to conclude episode 99. 90 fucking nine. And guess what? I'm going to come out and say it. We're going to have a dope episode 100. Do I know what it's going to be comprised of? I have no clue. I have no idea. Why am I asking questions to myself the entire episode? I don't know. I think we're just going to wing it. It's going to be a lot of craziness, but it's going to be fucking awesome. And I think everybody's going to really enjoy it. So stay tuned for episode 100. It's coming up. Um, I will say this, and this is like, usually these episodes drop Monday morning. This next one won't drop until Tuesday morning. 
There's a reason for it, folks. There's a reason for it. It will drop Tuesday morning. I promise it'll be out by Tuesday morning, and I promise you'll love it when it airs. Yeah. And I just want to be a bunch of cool shit that comes with it. I just want to say I missed you all, too. Yeah. I always miss everybody. Because I've been very in the closet. Yeah, you have. You've been not present at all. I think a lot of times people think you're literally dead. (laughs) And people are like, is Chris even alive? you know, when people get used to, like, consistency, you know, they just, that's cut off. I get it. I'm addicting. I get it. I have to maintain it on your behalf, which becomes even bigger of a burden. Don't do that for me. <laughs> I do it every fucking day. <laughs> every goddamn day. Every fucking day you're not doing something, I'm doing double duty. <laughs> oh, I'll make it up to you. <laughs> I'm sure you fucking will. <laughs> you better be backing up the Brinks truck. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, yeah. Thank you for... A wonderful up to episode 99. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope that you're looking forward to episode 100 because we're going to bring you something totally fucking dope. Yeah. All right. And with that, let's run into the weekend. So long, farewell. A Peter say goodbye. I do, I do. <laughs> but he and you and you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. What are those little fuckers called? The Von Trapp. The Von Trapps. The Austrian <laughs> fucks. All right, everybody. We'll be back at you next week with episode 100. See you later. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. How can you find us? You can find myself at the Hot Ticket Pod on Instagram. You can find Chris at Big Six Chris on Instagram. We are both main administrators of the Hot Ticket Cigar Faction Facebook group where you can join now. You can find the podcast on iTunes. You can find it on Google Play, Stitcher, Podomatic, and Spotify. Anywhere where you can find podcasts, you can pretty much find ours. Also, if you could, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. We'd greatly appreciate that as well. Again, thanks everybody for listening to this episode of the podcast. We'll be back at you next week. See ya.